To the Middle East crisis now, as the Palestinian death toll in the war in Gaza nears 30,000, questions continue to be asked as to what is Israel's end goal. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has long said he wishes for, quote, total victory against Hamas overnight. The Israeli parliament voted to back Mr Netanyahu's rejection of a two-state solution. The people of Israel and their elected representatives are united today as never before. The Knesset voted overwhelmingly to oppose any attempt to unilaterally impose a Palestinian state on Israel. Such an attempt will only endanger Israel and will prevent the genuine peace that we all seek. Peace can only be achieved after we achieve total victory over Hamas and through direct negotiations between the parties, direct negotiations without preconditions. Well, pleas have been made internationally and inside Israel calling for an end to the fighting and for Israel to exercise restraint in the southern city of Rafah, which is home to hundreds of thousands of displaced Palestinians. Just yesterday, the United States once again used their veto power at the UN Security Council against a resolution calling for an immediate end to the fighting. Gideon Levy is an author and columnist for the Israeli publication Haritz. He says the international community must force peace upon Israel. He joins me now. Uh, good morning. Welcome to the program. You believe that it will take outside pressure for, for Israel to stop? I don't see how elsewhere Israel will stop. The majority of Israelis are supporting this war, unfortunately so, and supporting continuing this war until this very, very vague concept of total victory will be achieved. The prime minister for sure is interested in continuing this war because as long as this war goes on, his political career goes on. Once this war will be ended, the political career of Benjamin Netanyahu will most probably come to its end. So it will not stop by itself. It can stop only by an international intervention. We are seeing increasing efforts from the likes of the UK and US to try and push towards a, well, humanitarian ceasefire or a pause. Uh, The UN, the US does have a resolution. It looks like it's formulating there. Do you see that as being significant? They vetoed the previous one, which was an Arab-backed plan, but if they brought their own plan and it passed, would, would that have an impact? Not as long as it's not accompanied by practical measures. Uh, Israel uh, learned to ignore international resolutions, condemnations, uh, res- uh, hearings and rules of the international um, justice uh, system. All together are only hollow talkings. If you want this war to finish, as I want, as many people around the world want, The world has to do something about it and not only to spread declarations. And what is that? Is that, in the end, is that the U.S. no longer providing arms to Israel? It shouldn't be so dramatic. It's enough to put it in a conditioned way. You know, it was the the foreign minister of the EU who said it in a very uh, simple way. He said, you are complaining about Israel. He said it toward the United States. You are complaining about Israel killing so many civilians. Stop supplying ammunition to Israel. In the very same day that Joe Biden said that Israel is killing too many civilians, 
was a piece of news that the Americans are renewing the, the transports of ammunition to Israel. So the world has to make up its mind. It's not only about ammunition, it's about general sanctions or any kind of measures which the world knew very well to use toward Russia and toward other aggressions. And here the world just condemns Israel and Israel continues with this war and thousands of people are paying in their lives. And no doubt you, you've had this argument many times. What do you say to those who will be listening this morning arguing that this is Israel's self-defense, that it has to continue in order to ensure its future self-defense because if it doesn't, Hamas will not go away? Israel had the right to go to this war in the way that Israel was attacked in a very barbaric way and no country in the world would have ignored it or, or stay passive. But this does not mean that Israel has the right to do whatever it wants because of the atrocities of the 7th of October. There must be limits. What we are facing now in the last four months in Gaza is a mass killing, is a bloodbath that should be stopped it also doesn't serve Israel. Let's be honest. Israel's position today is much worse than before this war, economically, internationally, and even from the point of view of security. I'm not sure that Israel is a more secure place today than four months ago. The goals are not achievable, and therefore we should concentrate on obviously releasing the hostages it put an end to this war because it doesn't lead to any better place. Just very quickly, because we're almost out of time, I just wonder in terms of that uh, pilot, the, the Knesset's uh, vote on the two-state solution, does that mean that a two-state solution is no longer viable or is that simply Israel saying it, would, it will only do so on its terms? First of all, it's not viable for many years because you have 700,000 settlers Jewish settlers living in the West Bank when they are not being uh, going to be evacuated by any Israeli government. And without their evacuation, there is no room for a Palestinian state, for sure not for a viable Palestinian state. It might be a Bantustan, but not a real Palestinian state. And this uh, vote in the Knesset today just revealed the real face, that there is not much difference between Netanyahu and the opposition in Israel they are all supporting continuing the occupation. Gideon, thank you very much for your time. We appreciate that on Morning Report. That is Gideon Levy, their author and columnist for the Israeli publication Haritz.